Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Connection with your podcast host, um, Stephen Thayard. This show is brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. If you're thinking of buying or selling and you would like Good Patriot Realty to represent you in your transaction, give Stephen Thayard a call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Again, a great big round of applause, not only for me. <laughs> it's kind of narcissistic anyway. <laughs> um, not for me, but for you guys for joining me today. I know your time is valuable. And I appreciate you spending the time with me today. Hey, we're going to jump right into today's episode. So we are doing part two of a two-part series of how to protect yourself in a real estate transaction. Last week's episode, we dealt with the selling side of how to protect you and your money from getting lost or not um, getting the value of your dollar from the sale of your home and this week we're going to look at the buying side so what can you do as a buyer to protect yourself uh, from loss of money in the purchase of a home we're going to run through that so if you're watching me right now on youtube hit that like and subscribe button and if you're watching me on facebook hit that like and share or start a watch party and um Tell your friends, um, hey, or got to get some good information on how to save money and protect yourself in a real estate transaction when you are on the buyer side. So without any further ado, let's jump right on in. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> I lied. One more thing. If you um, don't want to miss any other good, uh, any other real estate connection podcasts, send me an email right now at info, I-N-F-O at realestateconnectionradio.com. You can see it there at the bottom of the screen. Info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address. And I would be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list. You can find the Real Estate Connection on Podbean and Apple Podcasts. I'm going to be adding some others as well, Spotify and some other places um, coming up soon in the near future. So I'll keep you posted on what's going on as we expand our territory. Okay. So let's jump back into the subject. Now, how do you as a buyer protect yourself and save money or protect your money 
in a real estate transaction? Well, buyers are much, much different from sellers. And last week we looked at sellers, uh, how you prepare a house for sale, get it ready, um, get questions answered early in the process so that you know the answers to them before the buyers do so that you can protect yourself in a negotiation and then get the most value or the most amount of equity out of your property, which is what you're protecting. You're protecting your equity. If you've been living in a house for 15 years and you've built up, say, in Northern California, $700,000 in equity, you want it all. You don't want to lose any. So that's a lot of money that's on the table and you want to protect it and make sure you get all of it all of it out of your home. On the buyer's side, it's much different. You're making an investment and you're signing up for a long-term mortgage. Now, the positives for buying in real estate, number one is you have to have a place to live no matter what, right? You need a roof over your head, a place to lay down at night, a place to cook your meals and to hang out with friends and family. So you're going to be paying a mortgage no matter what. If you're renting, you're paying your landlord's mortgage. If you're buying, you're paying your own, own mortgage. And then at the end of the day, you get the house and it's an asset and it builds wealth for you and your family. So the advantages are clear, right? If you're going to be paying a mortgage anyway, you might as well be paying your own and getting something at the end rather than just pouring money down a black hole and never having any type of return on your investment other than the roof over your head, which is important. However, you get more when you buy. So when you're talking about buying, protecting your dollars starts a lot sooner than with a seller. Um, so it starts with the idea of, hey, my rent is X amount of dollars and that's pretty high. I bet you I can buy a house and have a mortgage payment that's similar, if not just slightly higher. That's usually when the home buying prospect starts getting into someone's head. And what's beautiful about also buying a house is you set your rate of rent or your mortgage for 30 years. Okay, so when you're renting, you're subject to rent increases. And you're also subject to the fact that your uh, landlord could decide to sell the property or move into it themselves. You're not in as much control of your destiny as you are when you purchase a home. And with a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, you set your home expense payments for the next 30 years. So as you can as you if you buy a house when you're young in your uh, late 20s early 30s, you still have 15 20 years of work life ahead of you and you're going to be making and earning more income over time. So that payment starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller and easier and easier to make over time as you continue to earn and grow in your career. So it's actually a huge benefit to know what that expense is gonna be for the next 30 years. It's up to you whether or not you increase it or decrease it, depending on how much you pay on your mortgage or if you refinance and take equity out, but that's a whole nother show. Okay, so you start this sooner. And how do you start this sooner? Well, usually when you buy a house, you're going to get a loan. And getting a loan means you're going to have a mortgage interest rate or an interest, uh, 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 you're looking for the lowest interest on that loan you can get. The better your credit and the better you are financially sound before you apply for a mortgage, the stronger you look as a borrower to the bank, to the bank and they're gonna give you a better interest rate. You really want a, as low of an interest rate as possible and you need to set yourself up for success early. What does that mean? Always pay your bills on time. When you're paying your bills on time, your credit score goes up. 
and you have a high credit score, you get a lower interest rate on a mortgage. Um, you're going to want to keep your card limits low. So for instance, you have a couple of credit cards, one's at 10,000 max limit and another maybe at 15,000 max limit. You don't want to max out your credit cards. You want to keep them low, use them as a vehicle to maybe lengthen out some purchases, but you don't want to keep high balances. Keep your credit cards in low balances, use them absolutely because it builds a credit history, but keep your balances low. Okay, this also increases your credit score and you look favorable to a mortgage lender and then they're going to give you a lower interest rate. And then the other piece is a monitor your credit. So check your credit at least once a month. There are mistakes that can be made and you want to catch them early and get your arms wrapped around them before you uh, step into the arena to uh, apply for a mortgage. If there's any issues, you should get them cleared up and taken care of. The last piece that's not on my notes that I want to add is if you do have high balances, start paying them down. If you have a high uh, car payment and it's a high balance on the car payment, you want to start paying that down. Maybe make some double payments to get it lower because they're not only looking at your uh your credit score, but they're also looking at the amount of debt that you're carrying. The more debt that you're carrying, it goes against your income because they compare your income and your debt. And if they're kind of equal, it doesn't look good. You want your income to look a lot higher than your debt. So those are important pieces in order to have in place even before you apply for a mortgage because you want a very low interest rate. All right, so what's number two? Number two is stockpile cash. You know what? There are some people out there that are hoarders of things and they collect stuff. This is your time to be a hoarder of cash. Save every penny from every angle you can possibly think of. If you get bonuses, pack them away. Um, cut back on going out to eat, going to Starbucks. I know a lot of people are addicted to getting their morning coffee. Get yourself a coffee maker and go to a big box store buy coffee, buy the pound, grind it, bring it home and brew your coffee in the morning. It's going to save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars over a year that can go towards your down payment. Um, add more, add a bigger percentage to your 401k. If you have a, if you're uh, fully employed and you have that benefit, increase the contribution into your 401k and use leverage or compounding interest to build up that nest egg. The 401k is basically an investment in stocks and bonds, and over time, you're earning interest on those dollars, and the more money you have in that account, the higher the interest payments you're receiving, and it kicks up cash fast, especially when you get to the $100,000 mark. So you're gonna to wanna to increase the percentage in your 401k, and you may be saying, Stephen, but that's for retirement. Uh-uh, you can use your 401k as a down payment for a house, check with your tax professional on how to go about doing it, but you can use a portion of that and will help you have a, a, a larger down payment. Now, you may be asking yourself, why do I need a large down payment? I'm trying to save cash, I don't wanna put a lot of money down. Um, well, if you live in a high cost of living state like California, the more money you borrow means a larger mortgage payment and more interest you're going to pay over 30 years. Okay, you're going to fix your mortgage for 30 years on the lowest interest rate you can get. But when you borrow a bunch of money, 
that means you're paying interest on that big chunk called principal. So if it's like 800,000, 900,000, a million dollars, and even if it is 3%, 3% over 30 years on a million dollars is a lot of money. So you need to protect yourself and set yourself up financially so that you're not paying as much money over that 30 year period for the house that you will eventually own. Because what it can wind up happening is you say you get into contract and you buy the house for say, I don't know, $950,000, but over 30 years, you wind up paying $2.5 million for the house because of interest, right? You don't want to do that. So if you can save, 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 even if that means moving back in with the, the in-laws or the parents for a year or two and just stacking cash out of that paycheck every single month to get a nice big fat down payment so that your mortgage is lower, which means more stability for you and less that you're going to pay in interest over time. Okay. So that's the financial side of protecting your cash and protecting yourself in buying a house if you are a buyer. Now, if you have any more questions about that in your specific situation, go ahead and give me a call. Stephen Thayard at Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. You can see my DRE number on the on the screen, California DRE number 0170019. I'm saying that real fast because I have to, um, so it's in there. But um, give me a call. Let's talk about your specific situation if you're looking to buy. Let me, let's see if we can put a strategy together for you so that you can start doing these things to set yourself up to save money in the long run. Okay, so you've completed steps one and two and you're moving into step three. Step three is you're looking for a house and we're going to start with strategy. Okay, so if you're looking to stay, save money as a buyer, we need to strategize on when is the most optimal time to save money. Number one in strategy is buy in the winter. Buy during the holiday season. Now you're saying, Stephen, it's a big, fat, giant pain in the neck to buy a house over Thanksgiving and Christmas. I have these family gatherings and things I need to get done, and I don't want to add that stress on top of my life. However, everybody else is thinking the same thing. Buyers tend to drop off in the marketplace during that period of time, okay? Um, and so there's less competition for you as a buyer when you're going to look at houses during the winter, which means you may be able to get a house for less money or negotiate a stronger deal that leans in your favor. So if you're absolutely looking to save money, the most optimal time to buy is during the winter in the holiday season. That's strategy number one. Strategy number two, when you're looking to build equity in your house that you eventually invest in, you're gonna wanna buy the least expensive home in the most expensive neighborhood that you can afford. All right, so they call they don't call it the burbs for a, a reason, right? It's suburbia. It's a land of milk and honey where you go out and you've got uh, manicured lawns, picket white fences, um, beautiful garages, pools, it's quiet, there's not a lot of crime. Suburbia is the place to be. And if you want to gain equity, buy in the most expensive neighborhood that you can find with the least expensive home that you can afford. And you wanna know why? Because all those other more expensive houses 
are going to go up in value over time and drag your property up with them. You will have a, a safety net for when a market downturn hits because in expensive neighborhoods tend to see less price degradation in a downturn or in a slow real estate market. If you buy on the edges in lower expensive neighborhoods, they get hit first. So if you want to build equity and protect it, strategy number two, buy the least expensive home in the most expensive neighborhood. All right, what's strategy number three? Strategy number three, buy a carpet and paint fixer upper. Okay, I'm going to repeat that one more time. Buy a carpet and paint fixer upper if you can find one okay so this means the house is in good shape um, there aren't a lot of problems with termites or foundation issues or roof leaks and all that good stuff it just was well maintained by the people that live there but they just never updated the paint colors and they didn't change out the carpet from the time of maybe the 80s 90s early 2000s whatever was in vogue at that period of time it wasn't changed out because it's not completely dialed in and up to speed, you may be able to get a discount on it because um, other people are looking for turnkey properties that they just want to buy and move into without having to touch it. So you can get a little bit of a deal and then while the house is empty before you move into it, you have your painters go in and paint it and have your carpet or your floor installer go in and install the floors and then when you move into the house, it is in absolutely magnificent shape. It's beautiful, right? You've upgraded it and you might have gained some equity just from carpet and paint. These are the types of things that I advise sellers to do before they put their house on the market if I notice that there hasn't been an update in carpet and paint done so that they can get the most amount of equity out. But if they don't have the money, I warn them that they may not get as much for their home, but this is your opportunity as a buyer to get into a property that doesn't cost as much. So remember, carpet and paint fixer. All right, so that's the last of the strategies. Now, what's number four? as far as saving money as a buyer and protecting yourself. This is more protecting yourself. And I'm gonna say it, it's one word, read. Okay, I'm gonna repeat that, read. I know it sounds simple, but you would be surprised. And what do I mean by read? You're gonna get inspections, read them. Don't scan over them, read them. Read all the detail, um, it's important. You need to know the issues that are involved with purchasing the home. What's gonna happen is your emotions are gonna get involved. You're gonna fall in love with the property. It looks beautiful. You're ready to buy it. You don't want any bad news. You don't want anything that's gonna slow you down, right? So you have a tendency to wanna to ignore it from a psychological perspective. Please do not fall into that trap. Read, read the inspections, read the disclosures presented to you by the seller and then ask questions. It's important that you walk into a home with your eyes wide open. Do not skirt or cut corners in this area because after you move in and live there and the um, thrill is gone, 
and you start to settle into the house and you start noticing things, you're going to go, why? well, why didn't I notice that? Why didn't they tell me about that? This is an issue I would have wanted to know about. And then you go back to read the inspections and disclosures and lo and behold, there they are staring you right in the face and you didn't pay attention to it because you were so enamored with the home, you decided to just barrel away and move forward without paying attention. So the last piece of advice is read. Read the inspections, read the disclosures, and ask questions. Get clarification. Know what you're walking into. It's okay if you want to walk into the, the property and, and take on the issues that are disclosed, but it's better to have a good feeling that you've made that decision consciously and not walked in with your eyes shut and then found out later and then you're kind of upset with yourself. It's, 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 it gives you way more peace and it's better for you. Your realtor, your broker should actually be giving you that advice and helping you walk through that as well. If you have any questions about buying and this has uh, piqued your interest or you've been thinking about it and you want to know about your specific situation, go ahead and give me a call. Stephen Thayard with Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817, Cal DRE number 01700019. And if you don't want to miss another episode of The Real Estate Connection, go ahead and send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address, and I'd be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list. Or you can just find me on Podbean. Just look for The Real Estate Connection on podbean.com, P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com, or Apple Podcasts. Go on the business section and type in the Real Estate Connection, and you should see this logo pop up, uh, me in the cowboy hat with the uh, gray jacket and blue shirt, it says the Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayard. Click on that and subscribe and you'll never miss another episode. That's it. Uh, thank you for joining me today and I'm going to leave you with this. This is Joshua 1.9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Whether you're buying or selling, the Lord your God is with you. So don't be scared of any of these issues. Step up, be strong and courageous, and God will walk with you through all of it and bless you. All right. Thank you so much for joining me again on another episode of The Real Estate Connection. God bless you. God bless your family. And God bless the United States of America. We'll see you guys next week. This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.